Yeah, guys, we are actually 17 minutes late, so welcome to everyone who's joining. Technical dramas, these things happen in life, don't they? Even in 2020, where we've been in nine months of getting used to these things, evidently we haven't quite got used to them yet, or, or I haven't been the host here, this is my responsibility. So welcome everybody to the Hunger for the Hustle podcast, episode 0001. Now, why is it 0001? Because there's going to be thousands of them. That's why. And I like to just put out into the universe what's going to come right back to me. And I'm starting with that. So I'd like to welcome Jennifer Maynard. The Thank you very much. <laughs> Great welcome. to be here. It's my pleasure. Now, we'll give it a little bit of background. Obviously, we went to school together many, many years ago. I don't think we need to tell everyone how many years, but a few years, right? It was a few years, yeah, yeah. for sure. And um, since then, we've both been on our own little journeys with entrepreneurship and doing our own things. And we had a bit of back and forth on Messenger. You started the Boho Bride Guide, which I was, I've been looking into, I've been looking it up. I had to first look at what Boho actually meant because okay. I thought it kind of, I thought it meant Bohemian, not sure. Yeah, it um, does indeed, yeah. And I was right, yes. There you go. And it's essentially, it, and it fascinated me when I started looking into it, it's magical fairy tale weddings, isn't it? There you really? go. There hmm. you go. Yeah. I mean, when you look at the term Bohemian, um, I like to use the sort of definition of the wanderer, the trailblazer and the adventurer. Um, and it's um, sort of diverse in a creative way. When you look it up, th those are all the sort of words that come up. And so when in the wedding context, that is basically make your day the way you exactly want it. Um, there is a definite boho vibe um style that goes with alongside that but i like to say any weddings that are boho inspired um will definitely fit the niche that i'm uh looking to attract fantastic and so when 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 and where did you come up for the idea where was it born Okay, a little bit of context then. So, so I'm Jenny Maynard. I am um, a mum of two beautiful little boys. Um, one is seven and a half months and one is two, just over two. Um, I've got a background in corporate training, learning and development. Um, and I've been doing that um, all my sort of working life really. Um, and in the, the first time I had maternity leave with my first little boy, um I felt I've always wanted to work in the wedding industry um it's always slightly scared me to move away from what I knew in the corporate world um and with one thing or another I decided to be brave and take the dip and when I was off in maternity leave started my first business called Parker and Peony Flowers um and that is a boho glam uh, floral design company that specializes in weddings and venue transformations um, and so that's where I was brave and I got got into the industry learned the industry met many amazing wedding suppliers that have their own businesses um, learned lots off them um, on my my new journey in in business ownership um, and then last autumn I did a photo shoot with numerous uh, wedding suppliers and it really sort of inspired me to 
give a little bit back. Um, I wanted to share those people's stories with a wider audience. Um, and as all of the suppliers specialised in sort of the boho arena, um, I started the Boho Bride Guide podcast. So that started that started this whole new second journey after becoming a florist. Um, and so that started last last winter. Um, and I've had uh, numerous suppliers join me, tell their story and actually answer like a really useful behind the scenes tips around planning your wedding from the expert. So boho brides out there can come and listen to the podcast and get really helpful hints, tips um, and advice around the navigating the crazy world that is wedding planning. Um, so that that brought me up to sort of last winter. Um, and in the new year, I had my second little boy. Um, and again, being off with him, as soon as more or less I had him, uh, lockdown happened. Um, found it really tough. I had all of a sudden, I'd had this new little boy planning that my bigger, big one would be at nursery. Um, all of a sudden I ended up being at home with two under two. And I was like, what the hell is happening to me? Um, it had good days and bad days. Um, my hubby had some time off to help out. But at the end of the day, he's a builder and he had to, you know, get, get back to it at some point. Um, and I think, to be honest, it was a little bit of a coping mechanism. I started a Facebook group for wedding suppliers out there that I knew. And then it ended up being new, new suppliers that uh, joined the group. Um, basically with a view to sharing initially funding help, um, like different business ideas of how to pivot your business, um, you know, best and most importantly, keeping a positive mindset. Um, so I was putting out stuff that really inspires me and keeps me motivated, just sharing that with the group. Um, got a really positive response. Um, and I quickly realized that bringing my background in like personal, personal, pe sorry, people development from the corporate world and marrying that with the wedding supplier world, like the people that are in small businesses, um, I could actually really add real value to that, to that community. And that's where the Boho Bride Guide uh, came about. I yeah um it's like like all good businesses it seems to me like it came from a need that you already saw and an amalgamation of many things which was part of something you already used to do yeah part of something that you'd you'd come into that you love doing and you know it's, it's a trend that i quite I see quite a lot in in lockdown people are you know choosing to thrive instead yeah. of just survive choosing to thrive and pivoting and creating new businesses and a lot of people are realizing like you were you were at home with two under two which i don't have any children but i can imagine that was pretty tough right yeah. tough enough <laughs> in, in the environment we're in but it's a, a tough tough with two, two at home and not being yeah. able to really take them anymore but yeah having that time to you know make the most of it double down on that time really and, lost, yeah. and yeah which is you know perfectly possible i think a lot of new businesses have come out of this time because a lot of people are 
a lot of people don't like the job essentially is the easiest way to put it or a lot of people do like the job but they perhaps don't like the people they work with mm. or the environment they do it in yeah. and they've been at home and thought do you know what why don't I just give this a go by myself yeah, um, yeah. It, it was very much um, an organic thing like it, it just grew into that um, mm. and so like looking forward now to, for the boho bride guide it's sort of split into two elements one part is maintaining the podcast sort of promotion side of it so i'm currently uh working on a, a new website that will have an exclusive uh boho uh directory attached to it but moreover it's it's more about the people that are on that directory it will be about me at the boho bride guide and the uh, small team that we'll have is promoting those small businesses um, and actually getting them in front of their ideal client. Mm -hmm. um, and then that's sort of the plan for the next 12 months. And then following that, um, I want to go into helping those people build their business through sort of a business development accelerator program. And I'm looking to partner up with various experts from across the business world to share their expertise and, and take those suppliers on that journey. Um, yeah, so that. That, that's the main plan. That's where we're heading. Yeah. It's, a, it's, I like that. I like the way you've got, you know, the kind of something I heard once from, uh, from Tony Robbins, who said, you know, you've got, there's two, there's two parts to your business. There's where you are now, and then there's where you are in the future. And you have to focus on both of them. And that's exactly what you've mentioned there. You've got to focus on, where am I now and how can I serve my customers now to the best of my ability? And then yeah. I can't rest on my laurels or stay stagnant inside that. Where are we going to get to, you know, where are we going to be at in six months time? Where are we going to be at in 12 months time? What's coming? What's new? And how can I, you know, enhance my business to, to grow into that going forward? So, yeah, I like, I like you, if you don't plan, then you plan to fail, I believe. So good to Very see true. you've got a plan there, Jennifer. Yeah, my, my trouble is keeping the uh, the ideas in in sort of the plan, if you see what I mean. I, I do have a tendency to think this and actually it's trying to put that into meth, meth, a method of actually getting there. That's my, that's my mm. challenge. Yeah, well, wait, 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 if you ever crack the secret, do let me know. Okay, I'll let you know. <laughs> what, what would you say has been your if you could really pick one thing that when it happened you thought oh how am I going to get over this what am I going to do to to get past this you know your biggest challenge what would, what would that be I think the two biggie biggies actually um as I said you know this has happened since lockdown so it's a very it's a fresh business that I'm actually launching in November so I'm still in that phase of setting up um but my Two biggest is really, um, my biggest challenge is time. There are so, you know, managing, being a mom, managing, um, you know, life, and then finding the headspace to be able to put everything into place um, whilst juggling being a mom is is the is a biggie. Um, that to me you know I've got so many ideas and, and plans and I know exactly where and what I need to do but just the time is the challenge um, and so I'm, I'm just learning as you know as my boys grow they need you know they need different things and um, 
also getting more help actually is has been my biggest challenge but now lockdown has eased and um you know people that were shielding there's a bit more movement in family support then that is making a massive difference um so yeah time is a major challenge and it's gonna continue to be i think not just being a mom but that being a business owner time is always the uh, the element especially if it's your hustle you know you're managing your full-time job or part-time job and trying to become an entrepreneur and, and build build what you love um that's people i'm sure will resonate with time being the challenge across the board um yeah yeah it's, it's it's tough you've got you have got to be dedicated you've got to love what you do you've got to eat sleep and breathe it and and I, I think of it as stealing time. If if there is time between my little boy going to sleep and the next one needing to be get to sleep, if there's 10 minutes there that I can steal, I can get something done in that 10 minutes. You know, it's and I, I hear feel it as seeing time um, stealing time is my my motto in my brain. Yeah. Um, but the other thing is my biggest challenge through lockdown, but also finding like-minded people that to surround myself with um i'm still working on that i i i need i need to bounce off people i need to talk through ideas um and at the minute that is my biggest challenge because um people don't get it um which is no fault of people or you know they just don't even unless you're doing it which is again relevant to everything you know before you if you're not a parent you don't get the intricacies which is fine like that's being human but especially trying to build a business if like I've got many friends that will listen to me and you know say keep going and give you the motivation but they don't I need to I need to talk through the intricacies of things with someone and at the minute I I need that I need to surround myself with more people that are going through similar thing i think yeah yeah I, I really feel those those challenges you know i've been uh, probably three kind of four years properly involved immersed in business and, and at that point where you you eat you live you sleep it um and it's you're doing everything at the start aren't you you are you are the admin you are the social media you are the finance you know you all of those roles you have to wear all of those caps and you get to a point and you will get there. I don't know how far, how far along you are there, but yeah. where you, where you like, it's my baby, but I can give a little piece of it away. I can, I can give the admin to someone. I can give the social media to someone. I can delegate, but I mean, really two things have to come into play before you can do that. One is actually having the, the finances to be able to do it, you know, and, and two is, is having, you know, the humility to be able to do it uh, mm. and, and just be, and, to be able to take the risk you know of like, investing in someone else and that's pretty scary isn't it you know hmm. it's like, i can do it i can do it i can do it but if you want anything to succeed you need to be able to like say delegate and trust in those people and invest in those people it takes time for people to get what you want to get out of them um hmm. and it's it feels counterintuitive to spend a lot of time to like un take take the top of your hat off and give it give it to someone else um but you've got to do it to move it forward you have you have it you know that 
to teams together, everyone achieves more, and it, and it really is true. But it's the, the, the struggle I found is finding good quality people. And, and the two resources I found for that, one more than the other, I don't know if you use them, but Fiverr and Upwork, particularly Upwork, I found very useful okay. because all everyone inside there has their reviews. It has exactly all, it gives you a list of all the work they've carried out, how many hours they've done, how much money they've earned doing it. So you can really cherry pick um, the finer. I haven't the looked at them. I've heard of them, but haven't yeah. investigated. So I'll have to have a look gander. Yeah, um, of course, you're you're using a, a world of people. There's people from all over. I've, I've got my development guys in, in Bangladesh. I've got someone else who does my artwork in Europe. I've got people in England who do certain bits. It's kind of all over wow. the place. And, you know, yeah. when you get a, a collaborative team driven effort, and everyone coming together as, as a group of professionals doing their bit, I found that's when things really start, start to skyrocket. Um, but it's hard in that interim, it's hard in that interim, particularly, yeah. and this leads to the other thing that you said, when you don't have people around you that understand, and like you said, you can't blame people, right? Everyone's on a different journey, everyone's on a different path, um, yeah. but it's tough. And and I, I got to a point where I was like, why, why do I keep making people try to understand they're either on the same journey as me or they're not. And it's that simple. It's yeah. a waste of time and energy to try and convince them. Yeah, so, so I am um, listening. I'm listening to a podcast at the minute from J by Jason Greystone, which is called Always Free. And there's an episode on there that talks about the lag. And he really says, which totally resonated with me. He said, don't even bother trying to sell what you're trying to do. To anyone because there is a lag between you talking about your business uh, as you're setting it up until you can show results and until you can show results people aren't interested um, and so almost save your energy don't worry about getting anyone on board or you know because until you can say right it's working and it's a success then people will be like oh can I can I be part of it can I you know so that really um calmed me down because I was getting really like just uptight about oh people don't get what I'm doing and all of this but until you can show results don't worry about it it's not your job to make them understand it's just your job to show them you know yeah. success will write the best story of its of it of itself so true, um, so true. it takes it takes time you know everyone uh, I, I go with believe it and you'll see it because I, I truly believe okay. that you, you, mani you manifest things in the mind. Things happen twice, once in your in your mind, and then again in reality, that's how things like happen. That. Unfortunately, yeah. I don't think, you know, I, the general populace see it the other way around. Oh, no, I believe it when I see it. You know, well, um, that's good That's good and fine, but if, you, if you're working on projects and things that haven't happened yet, but you have a great belief in them, then you have to believe it before you see it to... To have yeah. that faith when it gets really hard and difficult to actually oh, be able to coast through and be able to do it, yeah. So, so I think and I, something I've recently found is what what you need is a mastermind, what they call a mastermind, and it's mm -hmm. it's a, a group of people that are going after the same things as, as you. Yeah. And actually, yeah. it's funny because you're actually going to get one from from being on this podcast because part of the Hunger for the Hustle podcast is everyone gets Fine. put into everyone who features gets put into a private Facebook group. Um, so you will be before you know it, in a couple of months time and i've done you know a few dozen of these yeah. there's your mastermind jennifer yeah brilliant brilliant because it's more it is of attraction in action <laughs> you know 
Yeah, perfect, perfect. I like it. Now, what has surprised or shocked you most? What was the moment when you when you had to pick your jaw back up off the floor when it oh, happened? Again, it, it, for me, it's been a little bit of a slow burner. Um, I think at the moment I am I'm in that transition where I've done a little bit every day, you know, as in life, like you, I'm stealing those bits, and then all of a sudden I'm like, oh gosh, I'm I'm getting ready to launch. Um, and that's the biggest shock for me currently that I'm like, I've got to get my head around it just being an idea and it's actually coming to fruition. Um, so the surprise has been how much you can do if you put your mind to it and you just steal that, that time wherever you can. You've got to eat, sleep and breathe it, but um, you can get there. And, and all of a sudden you do and you're like, oh, God. <laughs> And you know, oh, it's it's time it's time now. Oh, I've actually yeah. I'm already. Things, I don't feel ready. All, all, all the things I've been saying I was going to do, I've actually got to do them now. And also, <laughs> yeah. also, I've told a lot of people that I'm going to do them. So yeah. it's you know the earnest Crazy. isn't. Yeah, you know, we should always live from the inside out, not the outside in. But easier said than done, right? Yeah, so true. Mm. So yeah, that's definitely been my surprise at the minute. I'm a bit like, <gasps> yeah, <laughs> it's time. It's time. <laughs> Yeah. But do you know what? You're, you're well on. What I can see is turning your passion into your paycheck. Yeah. It's, it's a journey that not too many people go. Well, no, lots of people do go on. But um, it's one that takes a lot of tenacity, a lot of faith and a lot of strength. You've come yeah. this far. So you just got to keep going and keep coasting gotta, through. Give it a go. Give it a go. <laughs> you got you got something I come up with lately. You've got to go through it to grow through it. Oh, okay. I'm, like, I'm getting a lot of... Uh, uh, what's what are they called like sayings this morning i like it these little things oh, you've got to just keep playing in your head to keep you going isn't it yeah yeah every day i'll listen to stuff like this it builds you up eventually it becomes just part of what you think and what you are yeah if you were to start again tomorrow if you had to start completely all over again tomorrow what what's the major is there anything major that you would do do differently I would have started my passion earlier. Mm. Um, the the fear factor, were, weirdly, it was a bit of a subconscious fear factor. I didn't know. It was almost like I, I didn't know where I wanted to go, but I didn't explore it. Um, I didn't explore my passion. I didn't. I just stuck to a job um, that I enjoy. Um, but thinking that, you know, that's the right way to go. Stick, stick to that. Um, but actually I was really neglecting my creative side and my passions. Um, and so, yeah, if I was to do it again, it would definitely be listen to your sort of intuition. You know, if there are parts of, if there are parts of your being that are not being fulfilled, it will come out in stress or unhappiness or, you know, whatever, like anxiety. And it's basically listen to your body and follow that gut feeling really and and do it you know just make a start the the first idea you know i i've had a business um renovating um mid-century furniture i've done the flowers mm -hmm. i've wanted to be a tattoo artist i've had many ideas and started to put things into practice um, some people would see that as oh that's a waste of time but for me it's been a journey of okay finding out what I do like, what I don't like, um, and 
yeah, what floats my boat and doing that, like you said, for your paycheck. I mean, what could be better than that, really? Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. I, so, I yeah, that, I think, yeah, just do it. Just, just so, make the time. Richard Branson, Richard Branson says I read his book and he says, screw it, let's do it. That's the way he's always operated. You're absolutely right. You know, there's, I was speaking to a young man in, in India yesterday. His name was Sonny. And, and he was telling me how he just failed his, he wanted to be a teacher for the government, but he, he failed the test. Okay. And I said, well, we, one thing is the first thing is you really haven't failed until you quit. It doesn't matter if you do that exam 10, 20 or 30 times. The only time you actually fail is in, until you, you say, I'm, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm going to quit and I'm going to walk away from it. You know, if you, if you do it a hundred times, but you pass on the hundred and first time, you haven't failed, yeah. have you? Yeah. Uh, but then he said, I'm 27. I don't know what to do. And I said, well, what do you love doing? And he said to me, well, I don't know what I love doing. And I said, well, what have you, what have you tried? And his answer was, well, I don't know. I'm just doing the, the exam because my friend does it and he earns good money. And I said, well, that's, is that really what you want to do? Or, and he said, you know, like anyone would at, at 27, I'm, I didn't know, I had no idea what I wanted to do. Um, you got to try things, right? You got to try so many different things. Adventure and exploration is 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 the is the um, spice of life, isn't it? And it really is. It really is. Especially if you don't know when you're young, you just got to try and try and try lots of different things till one thing hits you in your in your spirit and in your soul, and you go, "That's it. That's it. That's me." Yeah, yeah. And it, it's it's um, allowing yourself to do that. I think you know society says right you've got to have a good job you've got to have a mortgage you've got to have this you've got to have that you've got to have the car whereas actually you don't like it's it's challenging the preconceptions that you've got in your head and actually allowing yourself that time and that headspace to find that thing that makes you tick um it's not easy and you'll try things and actually you'll love them maybe as a hobby but as a business it might not work but all of a sudden something will click and you will be able to do your passion as your as your paycheck like you said yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely it is getting getting out of those um those patterns and those 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 paradigms i suppose is one of the words that yeah. you know you're a child and you have an imagination right and you and you're let to let that imagination flourish and run free and you're you're playing with pots and pans in the kitchen and and you think you're a sailor or a space a space astronaut and, and your parents just let you do it right because mm. as you know as a parent you've got enough stuff going yeah. on and if they want to entertain yeah. themselves with some pots and pans fantastic i can probably write a blog in the time they're doing it yeah. um but then you you go to school and that gets taken away from you then you're told that no you 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 need to be focusing on the board and what i'm telling you and this lesson that we're going through you know because your imagination that time's over now that's not going to get you yeah. it's not going to get in the world you know and we become indoctrinated to think right okay uh, hard lessons and hard work and obviously hard work is is good and and that's the way to go but it's you should be allowed to you know explore your imagination and, and all the things and that actually you by do. by boxing up your creativity and your imagination will do you no favors your mental health like your mental health will suffer because you're not being authentic to yourself you know so it's almost essential that you listen to that to that yeah creativity really um yeah. and creativity sort of in the broadest sense it's ideas it's things that float your boat it doesn't have to be art or drawing it's it's a wide 
it's a wide topic that it's it's whatever excites you and puts that fire in your belly yeah yeah you're absolutely right you know most people do think of creativity as something that has to be drawn on a page and then hung up on a wall but it, it kind of is what we're doing right now is creative enough you know we're, we're speaking it. to a screen and that's been shared to maybe a hundred maybe a million people worldwide the potential is is limitless actually so yeah. there's there's lots of ways to be creative and it's yeah it's it's it depends on your environment and, and your upbringing of course but yeah it's um you want to live in you know you want to be a bit of a peter pan don't you if you can you know what yeah. I mean? Don't grow yeah. up, it's a trap, is my advice. <laughs> <laughs> I know we've got to close off soon because I know you got you got somewhere to be. But just before we go, what's 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 the latest thing happening with the Boho Bride Guide? Is there anything you'd like to mention? Yes, push so, where are we? Um, we have got the Boho Bride Guide podcast. So season one has just, the, the last episode has just been... Um, recorded with Kelsey Gitchum, who is a vegan and cruelty-free makeup artist. Um, so check that out. That's going live next Thursday. Um, season two, I am dedicating to my new heartfelt campaign called the hashtag I am, I am Boho Beautiful campaign. And it's all about smashing the stereotype of what we see in the media of a boho bride which is unfortunately it's white it's slim it's affluent it's fair-haired there is no sort of diversity or um you know it's not a true reflection of the uk's demographic um and so over the next 12 months i'm going to be working with numerous wedding suppliers influencers um sort of advertising agencies to make a change in that um and basically you know get a more um cross-sectional view of what a boho bride can be and and for the wedding industry to not exclude people anymore um there's a lot of work being done around it but i definitely want to give that a a good push up the backside so that's going to be a bit of a, a campaign going forward and then our um, brand promotions service, which is the directory and all the social media support, that's going live in November. So if you are a boho inspired wedding supplier that wants to attract more of your ideal clients, um, join us on the Boho Bride Guide page and you are more than welcome to join our free Facebook group, the Boho Bride Guide Collective um we'd love to see you there um but yeah that's going to be mid-november that's going live um so yeah exciting stuff going forward wonderful and i'm sorry sorry if you look like you lost me there for a sec i was just putting a link to your page in okay. the live on facebook so that everyone who is interested in your business can look at that and yeah look you up thank you that's brilliant thank you very much wonderful jennifer it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on and to chat with you and I look forward to speaking to you again soon. Yeah, thank you so much, Jake. It's a brilliant, um, I can't wait to be listening to all the other episodes. So uh, that's brilliant. Yeah, and yeah, I'll no, check out the Facebook group as well. Get my, yeah. uh, get my circle of influence uh, created. We'll <laughs> right, you take care. Time. Take care. Have a nice Thanks, day. Jake. Bye. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> 
All right, everyone. Well, I hope you enjoy that. And thank you for joining me and Jennifer on this episode of the Hunger for the Hustle podcast. Stay hungry and stay humble.